Hello, and welcome to another episode of Midminton Gaming. I am your host, Juice, and today I am joined by our friend, Adam. Adam, go ahead and introduce yourself there. I'm Adam Kinney. Uh, I've actually known Jacob for, what, probably a year now or something? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm running the Dead Zone tournament at the con. I'm pretty excited about it. I've run some Dead Zone tournaments before, and uh, I'm pretty excited to have this one go. So, um... I, I actually, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I started wargaming a little later in life and I ended up uh, picking a game and I just, it's like almost like a throwing a dart at a wall. I just looked at a few different games. I wanted one that wasn't too expensive. I wanted one that was uh, kind of newer. And so I, I, that way I wasn't behind everything. And so I just picked up Dead Zone and I got lucky enough that there were some people nearby that played. And then I got into it and I loved it. So I'm running that. I've been playing Dead Zone for probably like seven years. I don't, a long time. Yeah, and I think Dead Zone's a really good like introductory game, you know, because from the demo I played at Adepticon and the few little things I've seen, like the guy at Adepticon, he gave me the demo and it was just like, here you go, this is what you do. And I'm like, oh, really? That's it? Okay, that's great, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's actually my favorite thing about Dead Zone is that this is a very simple game to pick up. Like, the rules, if you play another game, I don't know if you've ever done this, but you might play, like, a very complicated game, and then you go and you try to get into another complicated game, you start mixing the rules up, and you, you start thinking, this one's a rule for that one, and that sort of thing. Dead Zone is a very simple game. And so it's got that easy to learn kind of thing, but it is difficult to master. So you'll find that the good players tend to still win uh, a lot more. I think the Adepticon champion is he's two years in a row now. Well, a row is, yeah, it's not really a row because of the whole COVID thing, but uh, he won the one before COVID and the one after. And yeah, it, it's something that you pick up very easily. The rules are very simple. And I love that about it. So you can you can get a game in quickly. You're not sitting there constantly looking at a rule book trying to figure out what to do. And you're just going. And so, I mean, I can finish a game of Dead Zone at 200 points, which is a decent size. Uh, a lot of people play as low as 150, uh, 175, 200. Those are kind of the most common areas to play if you're, if you're not just demoing it. And I can get a 200 point gaming in 45 minutes and that's because oh, really? I'm, I'm i'm a veteran with it i played it a lot and but i can still i can get it in 45 minutes easy and that's the other person taking the time they need uh for for this tournament i'm actually given you know an hour and 15 I, I understand some people you know they're a little newer but i guarantee you're gonna get your whole game done in that hour and 15 minutes that's almost awesome. nobody is gonna not finish so yeah, and with that too, so how many points are you looking to uh, run for the tournament then? So I'm going to do 200 points. I think, to me, this is the most competitive. It's what I like the best. Uh, some of the other Dead Zone players disagree with me, and that's fine. Um, what I like about 200 points is it's going to give you, if you're playing a very highly elite list, you're going to get about eight models on the board. If you're playing a, a uh, mass army list and there's there's actually a faction called the plague that they can run these zombies and if you're running like a zombie list uh you, you'll go up to like 24 i think is really you know before you're just wasting. <laughs> yeah so ronaldo's plays with these dogs and so he ends up getting a lot of models on the board that's another way to do it um they cost similar the same i think it's similar points 
And uh, yeah, you can you can play it however you like. And those elite lists actually still win. Like um, I've I won an Adepticon one year with a very elite uh, Asterian list, and I didn't have that many models on the board, but they were very effective in what they did. So I, I like 200 points because it lets you bring your whole kit. So oh man, I you know if at 150 points, sometimes I feel like I'm leaving gaps. So. If I face this kind of list, I'm in trouble. I've got no answer for it. Whereas at 200 points, I can bring something that can be an answer a little bit to that thing I'm worried about. And so it really gets your mind going on building your list, I think. So now 200 points. How many models on average is 200 points then? Uh, it's usually around uh, 10 to 11, depending on the list that you bring. Like I said, it can be as low as like seven uh, easily if you bring some of the big bad boys. Um, like I, I brought a nameless list and I used this Goliath and he is just a monster of a model, but, and he costs a lot of points. So my list was uh, a lot lower count. Um, sometimes I like playing Veerman and that's normally a very swarmy list, but I like to mix it up. And so that one was bringing, I was bringing, I think 14 models in that one. And yeah, like it, so probably like 10 or so is, is your average. Awesome. Okay. Now tell us a little bit. Uh, I saw that they released uh, something kind of recently. It's uh, Fireflight. Is that right? Or yeah, Fire... I haven't even had a chance to play it yet. Firefight okay. is so. This is what I, one of my favorite things about the company who makes Dead Zone. It's called Mantic Games. They're based over in England. I think the guy that uh, owns it and and is the CEO too. He used to like work for Games Workshop. You'd have to ask Blake. Blake knows him really well. Uh, Blake Schrode, uh, if nobody knows who I'm talking about. He, he's a guy who, here in Midland. He, he runs a lot of Kings of War stuff. But he's a really cool guy. And, and uh, he knows this guy who started Mantic Games really well. Uh, the guy's name is Ronnie. One thing that's, that's cool is he didn't seem to like certain things, I think, about Games Workshop. And so he made it a little different in that all of the, the models that you get, the old models, the new models, it's all very useful. Just because something new comes out does not mean it's the most powerful thing. In fact, it's probably not. Um, but you can find ways to work it in and make it, it very useful. Um, he also didn't like super expensive models. So Mantic's models are fairly cheap. Um, and some of the newest ones are, are going to be much nicer sculpts. Uh, they they're they're still very very inexpensive compared to you know a lot out there, um, and uh, they anyway what I really like about Mantic getting back to the firefight thing is that they took one game and then they upgraded. So the smallest thing out there is actually not Dead Zone the skirmish game. There's a smaller one technically called Star Saga and it's a, just a dungeon crawler. But you're using your Mantic models for Dead Zone in that dungeon crawler. And then once you're like, you know what, I want to give Wargaming a try. You can do a skirmish game of Dead Zone, and you can go up to, instead of controlling one model per person, you're controlling 10. And then if as you get more models, because you start collecting them, you start painting them, you want diversity in your list, you start realizing you have way too many models, you can then upgrade to Firefight. And Firefight is your mass battle game. It's on a big table, and you bring units. So you'll have five models in a unit, and they're, they group together. You're using the same exact models, though, that are in your dead zone. So it's something you build up to. 
And there are some things that adds in that's not in Dead Zone, certain tanks and flying things and stuff like that, because those don't really work in Dead Zone. The board's way too small for something like a tank. But you you do add on a little bit with the firefight stuff, but you get to use all your Dead Zone models, and you can make an awesome firefight list just from your Dead Zone models if you've if you've added quite a few. And the rules also work similarly. So they both use D8s. They both, uh, you know, have similar mechanics and how it functions. And so when you when you move up to that new game, it's so similar that it just flows and you're just into it right away without having too much trouble. So I haven't got to play any firefight yet. I got to play some of that. Uh, I know there's a tournament I'm going to be missing in October for it, which is sad, but I got to do what I got to do. So. Right. Now, um, so it's a D8 system. We kind of talked about that. If I remember right from my demo, you're always looking to get to a 10. Is that is that correct? Or was it um, for your target number for successes? No, no, no. So what it is is that you're, you're opposed against their um, defense. So you have opposing roles in this. So, like, if I were to shoot at you, I start with a base of three dice. And then the modifiers do not change the target number. So if I'm shooting at you and I have an enforcer, enforcers are pretty good. Uh, a lot of them shoot on fours. So when I roll my three dice, I every four counts as a hit. And so if if I'm shooting with uh, something a little a lot weaker, like uh, I'm shooting with a G standard GCPS uh, Marine, he's going to shoot on fives. So I roll my three dice, and anything that's a five or up hits. You, on the other hand, roll your defense against me. You'll roll three dice on your defense. And at your defense, if you um, are an elite unit, you might be like an enforcer. You might have a four up on your defense. If you're just this trashy little uh, Veerman dude that's just meant for grabbing objectives and stuff like that, he might have a six on his defense. So it's opposed rolls, and each roll cancels the other one out. So, uh, it, and then whatever damage is left over goes through, and then it can be blocked if you have armor. So armor will block any of those hits, unless the person has armor piercing. So it's just opposed rolls. It's pretty simple. Armor is pretty simple, uh, and armor pierce is pretty simple. It's just, and then however much damage went through, that's how much damage your character takes. It has so many hit points, it dies once it, it loses out its hit points. And it's a very bloody game because of that. So. You have a lot of both sides feel like they're accomplishing something. Both sides feel like they're getting kills. Uh, both sides yeah. feel like they're they're getting somewhere. So. I remember one time you told me. So uh, for those of you who don't know much about Dead Zone, it uses a lot of vertical terrain. So like a lot of different um, you know if levels, if you will. And you were saying basically without that, it would just be like a bloodbath of who can shoot better because you need that cover and stuff while you're kind of walking around. Exactly. So yeah, the, the buildings are all in these three by three cubes. So it's on a two foot by two foot board and it's squared off into three inch by three inch squares. And then on that, you place the terrain, which are these cubes. And it's actually got like a little lore with it. So they, the reason everything's in cubes that, that way it doesn't just feel silly is that the, uh, when they shipped uh, their stuff to these new areas to mine um, uh, resources or establish a colony. They they use the shipping containers, which are cubed, and they use those as living quarters and things oh, like nice. that. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, so there's a there's a little lore attached to why we're using cubes. But what's really cool about the cubes is this is one of the reasons it makes the game so fast. The reason you can finish it so quick is there's no measuring. There's no argument about am I close enough to you or not. You literally just count cubes. My character might have a range of six. That means I from my my spot, the next one up, I go one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, you're in range. Line of sight is can my model, any part of my model, see any part of your model? Yes, I can shoot you. That's it. And and so it's so simple. Now, every once in a while, there's a little argument on, on whether or not a model can shoot a model, but it's usually pretty easy to tell. Yeah. Um, and so you, you almost never run into these issues. Uh, and so the game, it's just smooth because of that. There's no, there's no arguments. Yeah, and that's really nice. I do remember the cube, like walking, the mechanic was pretty nice because um, in my demo, it was the um, orc looking guys, uh, the Marauders, is that right? Yeah, and yeah. then he cool. on the other side he had I think it was Veerman, and um, I was like I want to melee that guy like what do I need to do you know and he's like I'll well, just count the squares and as long as you can get in this one then there you go <laughs> and I was like cool yeah. so I just walk over and meleeed him and then uh, I got annihilated next round because I got surrounded but <laughs> yeah yeah so it depends on your units some units are really good at melee some are good at, at ranged what I really like too is on the on the if you use the two foot by two foot board, um, it's very balanced for melee and ranged. In fact, you want some melee because you want to capture objectives. Um, but it is extremely balanced as far as melee and ranged uh, fighting goes. Um, I feel like neither necessarily is better than the other. Um, I have, you know, a lot, some people might think some of the big, tough monsters, a plague or something, and melee might be too good or something but i've killed those with entire shooting lists i've just i've slaughtered those before and and it's it's very well balanced when it comes to that the cubes are fun because it, it, the movement is very simple um diagonal moves you just as you can move diagonally just as fast as you can forward or backwards or left or right um, and so the movement's very simple, even climbing up a building, it might not seem realistic to you, but a lot of these guys have like jetpacks and tech and they're, you know, the firemen are these rat people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're rat people. I mean, they scurry right up that thing. Like it's like, it's, you know, a horizontal plane, you know? So, so yeah, these guys, they, your movement is very simple. It's very, uh, unobstructive. And so there's very few questions as to, can I move here or not? That's count cubes. And just like you said, count cubes can get there. Yeah. Okay, cool. You can get there. Yeah, and I liked that a lot. And I to your point too, so like when uh the when I was playing the Marauder, like one guy, I, th I can't remember the model, but I had like a captain or something, and he was a little bit better in melee than the rest of my guys were. And so I took him up and I was just just slightly better than whatever the Veerman thing was that I was fighting in melee. And I remember that um I hit him but he rolled like a pretty good defense save or whatever it was and so um it was a lot of good back and forth though like uh you could you know the guy was demoing so obviously he set it up where i'd have a couple like good plays but then at the same time like he had some guys up on a higher level and they were sniping down and like basically yeah. cor cornered that melee guy that i sent in there i was like oh crap and then he just gets wiped off the board and i'm like all right well that was fun <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, and there's a lot of excellent plays setting yourself up in good spots, you know. 
and and I, I really like that too. Like whenever I play melee te- heavy teams, I always bring shooting support. Because if somebody's up on a tower with a sniper, they're going to kill all my melee if I don't get rid of that or do something to it. And so I'll bring something as support to deal with the snipers, to deal with the annoying whatever they've got. And and my my ranged attacks might just be more blast weapons. They might be pulse. I have this pulse bombard by Asterians. They, it's basically a artillery shot, and it's designed to knock the enemy around so they can't sit up on the top of those towers. You know. And uh, the towers are are a huge advantage. Um, you know, there's some teams that they can parachute in their their models, and they start actually in the middle of the board with a sniper rifle. And that might sound like, oh, that's that's too good. No, no, you actually you can wipe those dudes right out. You can shoot them and take them out. You can knock them off that tower. There's a lot of cool plays you can do that, you know, like I said, it's easy to learn, but to master it, you you have to really know what you're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. And then I think there's like trap mechanics and even that kind of stuff too, right? Correct. There's uh booby traps. Um, so those those uh I play with items. My tournament will use uh items. I like it better because I don't want people just to play gun lines. I, I don't like it when someone just sits back on, on their starting zone and shoots a gun line. I like it when people have to think and have to mix it up a little better. And items really, items on the board that are scattered down the board um, really help with that. So, uh, it, because Really, you got to understand, like, when you build your list, you can start off with items on your character. You just have to buy them. They're within your 200 points, right? Kind of like free blades. You can buy some items. Well, if the item, if there's items sitting on the board, it gets people to go out and go get them. But if you are unlucky, sometimes one of those items can be a booby trap, and it'll blow up on you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, other times, there is a, a Veerman model that he can launch traps. So you know it's a trap. But sometimes he'll launch that trap onto an objective and be like, go ahead, go try to get it. Because once you try to get it, it's going to blow up and it's going to knock you right off the objective again. So there's some, there's some, yeah, there's a lot of cool little traps and, and things like that that you can do too. Well, that's awesome. So, um, you know, with the uh, tournament and everything, it looks like uh, you've created, I think, a Facebook um, event and stuff like that, I believe, right? I did, yes. Okay, perfect. And so um, what time are you going to be running the tournament then? I think it's on the Saturday the 5th, I believe, right? Yes, it's on Saturday. Um, that's just when I can do it. So uh, it, I am going to start early. Uh, I want to start 9 a.m. Um Usually I want people to try to like register a little early, get there, get get into the game. I want to make sure we get everybody their full time, get all your games in. We're going to do four games. Um, there's even a little story to it. Um, the the story of, of shorthand kind of story of Dead Zone is not like the worlds are short on resources kind of thing like Warhammer 40K. Instead, this is... The universe is, you know, the galaxy is vast. It's resource abundant. And these corporations have started to kind of take over humanity rather than governments because the corporations know how to make money, know how to make, you know, exploit resources properly. And they have gone out and expanded 
humanity to incorporate other alien species in, take their technology, improve, get better. The other races, uh, there's different reasons for them uh, going around too. But anyway, it's these corporations that are the big deal. So my, in mine, the story is they're, they're in a system. We're going to be in a system called the mountain. And the mountain is just a resource-rich uh, system. Tons of asteroids in the asteroid belt with very valuable minerals and and life on several planets that produce uh, things that that are unique to those worlds and and that sort of thing. So they name it the mountain because it's got all this stuff. And uh, so there's a corporation that I made up called Pleasant Industries. <laughs> that they are getting others to come here and to basically uh, pay to stake their claim. And Pleasant Industries is kind of running this. So you're going there. And I, I got a little blurb on why each faction would be there. And uh, uh, so, I, you know, obviously I made it Mount Pleasant, right? So Because <laughs> uh, that's where we're playing. And I, I think I, I like it. So I, I hope that we keep doing this. Uh, con and I'll keep having another battle for the mountain. So yeah. that's going to be the theme I stick with. Well, that's awesome, and uh, you know, um, you know, as part of that too. So if you've been listening to any of these or looking at Midmitten Gaming Con, uh, our focus, you know, 100% has been for these charities, and we have some really exciting ones. Uh, if you want more information on that, you can kind of look at our page a little bit. But um, I, me and Adam were talking earlier, so. If you are coming to Midmitten Gaming Con, it is a flat uh, $25 fee. So no matter what day you come, it's $25, but that $25 covers the whole weekend. So let's say you want to come play in Dead Zone Tournament. It uh, starts at 9 in the morning on the 5th on Saturday. Uh, but let's say you get done a little bit early. You know, the tournament went well. Maybe you won. You know, best of luck. And um, there's some Pathfinder games that night. Uh, you 100% can go over there, ask if there's signups available, which uh, a lot of the tables will have, you know, opportunity for pre-gens and stuff like that, and go play some more games. Uh, and then come back the next day with uh, your wristband, which we'll be doing when you get into sign up, and you'll be able to play whatever games are available that day, too. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we've talked about this on previous episodes, but um, kids, certain age and under, 12 and under, they are, you know, free to come in and... Um, you know, they're, they're just part of it. We want you to be able to bring your kid with you to, to not impede you from gaming if that's what you want to do, you know. Um, but we're just excited. We're excited to have everybody there. We're so appreciative and excited of um, GMs like um, Adam here um, or any of the other ones that are running games because um, we just think it's going to be a great time to spend time with buddies and have a great community event, and especially when, uh, you know, I'm excited. I mean, Adam's story just now, it's it's quirky and it's fun, you know, and it's super kind of, it's just kind of like super exciting, like a battle. It's like King of the Hill almost Battle for the Mountain, you know. <laughs> So, yeah, exactly. Then it's the Pleasant Corp that's perfect. So, um, so you know, last question for you here. So, what would you tell people looking to sign up for Dead Zone or looking to sign up um, for your game at uh, Midmitten Gaming Con? So there's two, there's two ways to do it. Um, we I do have I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can send me uh, a message directly if you're interested. If you haven't ever played before, I can help you learn how to play. If you really want to be part of the tournament and try it out, you will do just fine. Honestly, even just starting, um, you can also, the main way is going to be to sign up through my event on Facebook. It's called battle for the mountain. Um, and, uh, it's a 
Dead Zone tournament there. I have put it up on the Dead Zone Fanatics Facebook page, the Michigan Mantic Community Facebook page. I've reached out to a few people, and honestly, the one of the easiest ways is it's on the Midmitten Gaming Con page, and you can sign up right there. In fact, even if you tell me from the other ones, I'm going to point you in the direction of Midmitten Gaming Con's page and to sign up uh, at that site so we can get those seats filled. Um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I agree with you, Juice. 25 bucks for the whole weekend, that is an awesome way to do it. Because, I mean, so I I like playing games a lot. And if I'm going to play games and I'm going to be at something for a weekend, I, I'm not the kind of guy I want to, like, hang out and and go to a burger place while the con's going on. That's not me. I want to be playing games the whole time. And other cons, they charge individually for their their tournaments. And it's like, it adds up. And you're like, holy moly, what am I paying for? I'm paying so much for this. And 25 bucks is, first of all, cheap. Second of all, three days. That's that's amazing. So um, kudos to you guys. Hey, thanks. And we hope to be able to do you know similar stuff in the future. Thankfully, we've had a lot of uh, great community members, great community um, buildings and stuff like the Commission on Aging stuff that have really helped us make it possible So and, and affordable like that, which is great and um, allows us to give a lot more to charity. So that's really exciting too. But thank you for your time. Um, we will be posting when this episode goes live. We'll have an uh, you know, event link to um, Adam's uh, event itself, Battle for the Mountain. And then... Um, We'll also have um, just different information where you can sign up on Warhorn for the con itself and look at some of the other events if you're interested in that. But it's going to be November 4th, 5th, and 6th. This um, upcoming real soon here now. It's getting close. It's going to be in Mount Pleasant, the Commission on Aging. The address and everything is on our different various pages. And, um, you know, you'll come in. Uh, it shows the opening times. We have had some people with our sign-up system, the Warhorn, it will sometimes for some reason change the time zone you're in so just make sure it's at the correct time zone because we had one guy saying that his game said it started at five in the morning or something we like gaming but we're not going to start that early <laughs> so um most of the stuff's kicking off at you know 8 30 or 9 maybe 8 30 for you know uh, eight o'clock for signups and like getting set up and gms can have access a little bit earlier but anyway we're excited we hope that you guys can make it and uh you have a happy day or night wherever you are thank you adam for joining us yeah thanks for having me have a good one